Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our first reading today comes from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. Our next reading is from Hebrews. Chapter 10, verses 5 through 10. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, See, God, I have come to do your will, O God. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, see, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Our last reading for today comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This final Sunday of Advent is the Sunday of love. And in it we speak of the blessing that we have, the blessing of home. Our readings highlight the unexpectedness of how love comes about, how these blessings reach us. And they reminded me of the Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. And they reminded me of it because in the movie we have a man who thinks that he isn't of importance. 
that people would be better off without him in their lives. Things would be better if he had never existed. And he's shown how wrong he is. The difference that one person can make. I first thought of it because of our reading today from the prophet Micah. Because Micah begins by talking about Bethlehem, one of the little clans of Judah. And even though Bethlehem is small, even though Bethlehem might be overlooked and forgotten, Bethlehem matters. Because love will come from Bethlehem. The one of peace comes from Bethlehem. And we hear an echo of this unexpectedness in Hebrews. The unexpectedness of how this love would take place and take form. That it's not sacrifices and offerings that God wants, not the traditions of old, but simply that we do God's will. Through God's will, we have been sanctified through Jesus Christ once for all, through love. That we are blessed by that new covenant, that new relationship with God. And maybe we get the greatest echo of that same idea that we get in It's a Wonderful Life, of the difference that one person makes in our reading from the Gospel of Luke. Mary goes to see Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. She knows how blessed Mary is. Now, Elizabeth has a lot already to feel blessed about. Elizabeth, being barren and in her old age, is blessed with a child, and it's that child that leaps in joy when Mary comes around. Love overflowing, knowing what comes from Mary. And who is Mary? Just a woman, young enough that we might call her a girl. But she believed what the Lord said. She believed in the message that God had given her. As we heard earlier in her own words in our reflection for today, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. She sings of the glory of the Lord and what has been done and what is being done through her, of all people, through her. One of the other things this reminded me of about It's a Wonderful Life is that it isn't just the story of what one man does, but it's the story of a way that one man changes the people around him and changes things for the better. That because he's there, the lives of those around him are changed for the better. And really, that's the blessing of Christmas that we are blessed with God's love to know that we have a home where we belong, that we have a place we can call home, a place of hope, a place of peace, a place of joy, a place of love. 
But it also began to make me think about something else about that blessing of love. Because Christmas is also about the way that God works through those things we don't expect. The people wouldn't expect Elizabeth to become pregnant and give birth to John the Baptist. They wouldn't expect John the Baptist to be the one who would call out to make a path for the Lord and make it straight. They wouldn't expect John to baptize the Savior. They wouldn't expect the Savior to be born of this young woman, virtually a nobody. They didn't expect him to come from Galilee. It had to be looked up by Herod in order to know that a king was even to be born in Bethlehem, this little town. I started to think about all these things, and it made me think about another way in which we are blessed. Because we are blessed with the knowledge that because God works in unpredictable ways, in unexpected ways, that we too are part of that blessing. And we too may be instruments of love. Sometimes I think we get so caught up in the story that Christmas only becomes a story. It's a story that we tell over and over about a child born and laying in a manger. That shepherds come and proclaim who he is, wise men bring gifts and angels sing. And that becomes Christmas. But Advent reminds us that Christmas is something more. Because the birth of our Emmanuel, our God with us, is just that, God with us, never to be removed, never to be away, never to have the presence gone, but always with us, a presence that in love suffers and dies, a presence that rises again to conquer death, A presence that loves each of us, each and every day, each and every one of us. A presence that blesses us to know that we are loved. And to me, that's part of the miracle of Christmas. Not a story about a birth in a faraway place, but a story about love here and now. A story of love that overcomes all hate. A story of love that gives us hope, even when things seem desperate. A love that allows us to experience peace, even when sometimes it feels like there's no peace to be found because that love gives peace to our hearts. A love that allows us to find joy wherever we are and wherever we go because God is with us. Because God is ours and we are his. Because no matter how unimportant we may feel, no matter how much we may think we don't matter, that's not what God sees. That's the blessing of Christmas. 
the message that love is here for all. So as we prepare our hearts on this last Sunday of Advent, knowing that Christmas is almost here, let us know the blessing of home, that we have a place where we belong, where we are loved. And let us share that message, that Christ was born that we may know love, not that we are called to give sacrifices and to always follow prescribed procedures for how to go forward, but to know that we are blessed that God simply wants us as we are, to turn from our folly and to follow him in love, that we accept his blessing so that we may walk secure, secure in that love, knowing that we are loved beyond this life to the next, that we are loved beyond anything we could ever have hoped for. We are given a love that lets us share peace and live in peace. That love gives us hope, not just that tomorrow may be a better day, but hope that because of Christ's love, that we are part of all of it, that we matter, that we have a part to play, that we have a role in the kingdom because we have a friend and our Savior. So we prepare our hearts for the birth of that Savior born to set us free, born that we may love so that we may welcome all to the table so that we know when it's time to come home so that we don't have a fear of home, but we know the joy and the blessing of the home that we have because we celebrate the birth of love into our hearts and lives. Amen.